Podcast fam, what is up? Hey, I hope this finds all of you having a great day. This is a super fun conversation from my PC and Friends event that I had with my guy, my road dog, Mike Smith. We're talking about ambition versus execution. And how do you go from talking about and from dreaming about ideas to making those ideas a reality? Hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening. Chase your dreams, y'all. What's up, guys? This is PC, and this is your backstage pass to the Green Room Podcast Series. Now, getting ready, we're going to dive right into our next guest, another one of my absolute best friends. I met this guy Really got to meet him, really got to get to know him in 2016 when I left the education field and got into the speaking field and we went on tour. I think it was like a 48 city tour and I owe my speaking career to him because he took me under his wing and he molded me into the person, into the speaker that I am today. I can't even tell you how many events we've done together and how many thousands of students and educators that we've spoken to together. He's an entrepreneur. He's a nonprofit organization. Like he's the host of the Harbor. He you know, he's got so many different things going, and I'm super, super stoked right now to welcome in Mike Smith, my buddy coming in from Lincoln, Nebraska. There he is. What's up, bro? It's so good to see you, my man. I miss you. It's so I'm good super, to see you. Yeah, man. I'm super, super stoked, man. What's happening? I'm actually, I'm actually camping in my, uh, in my RV on a dirt bike adventure. I don't know if you can see any of this going on, but uh, we, uh, Amber and I took a dirt bike adventure to the Red River. We're, we're in, you know where Treads, Sheffield lives? Yeah, yeah. So we're camping and riding dirt bikes and mini bikes, and I wiped out hard today, and we're filming content and having fun and just being, being rowdy kids. It's been fun, but we're just, it was snowed in Nebraska, so we, we had to get out of there. You know how it is. Right, deuces, I'm out, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, we dipped, and now we're, so we're camping in this, our RV with our dog. He's in there. Burton's whining like crazy. You know how he is. I was going to say, where's Burton at? He's in there. He's right up in there. Oh, yeah. He's chilling. Well, thank you for taking the time. I didn't even know like you were out of town on vacation. So thanks for taking the time with us. What I want to talk to you about is ambition versus execution. Because everybody on the planet has hopes and goals and dreams. And I'm going to do this. And you talk about it every time you speak about wishing and talking and doing. But the difference between being average and being great is the ability to execute. And you have executed on so many things from the harbor, from the bay, from find your grind, so many things that you're involved in. What is the secret sauce to being the difference between ambition and dreaming and actually doing and executing? I think, I think it comes down to a, cu- a couple things. All those things that you said are so much bigger than I am now. The bay is massive. You know, there's so many people that work there and there's, <laughs> I like literally couldn't get a job at the bay if I applied for a job at the Bay today, because that's how talented everybody is there around me. And you've met my crew and you know, the people that I surround myself with. And I feel like they're always, they're all the people in this, you know, on this chat and they're all of us, they're a list, a plus people. And so for me, it boils down to who's on your team, honestly, is who's on your team. And then it kind of boils down to, you know, ideas are great. Plans are awesome. You know, you can have Excel spreadsheets and you guys can come up with a really well-crafted thesis and statement on stuff. But at the end of the day, when you got to get dirt under your fingernails, you're either going to work really, really hard to find a solution to what's broken, or you're just going to get caught up in the minutia of the whole deal. And I watch a lot of people have a lot of passion and a lot of ambition and a lot of dreams and ideas, but when something breaks or when it doesn't quite go perfect, or when you get punched right in the mouth and you've been there when, when a, when a speech doesn't go great or a crowd gets too rowdy or a, 
the speakers fail. I mean, how many times has it not gone great on the road? And I've never, you know, I don't panic. You don't freak out. You just, you deal with it. You find a solution and you make the best possible scenario you can. And I think for me, it's been, you know, when you're in the nonprofit world, it's not like we make a lot of money, you know, so we have to figure out how to survive. And so for me, it was always be really creative, be youth focused, be kid first, but build an incredible team and put your team first and really give your team a chance to grow, give your chance to team to have a voice, give your chance a team to decide. You know, I, I think when the pandemic hit, we, you know, this, this was one thing that was interesting for us is when the pandemic hit, you know, you know me PC, the first thing we did as an organization, it was like, what's our core values? What do we, what do we actually believe in as an organization? And we went through it and we, we literally were like, this is what we're going to do. And we did it and we did it to a T and it was like, we leaned on who we are as an organization, who we are as a team. But I think for us, I think to me, it boils down to executions. It's, it's all about in the moment, you got to have a, a governing set of rules when the wheels fall off for how you're going to decide to fix stuff, you know? And it's like, and we always point it back to our core values at, at the Bay and Rabel Mill and Skate for Change and everything we're doing. And I honestly think that's what I've always done is I'm like, what's my North Star? What do I care about? What am I fighting for? And that's always been kind of my value system that I, I run with. And I think that, I don't know. I, I just got a tattoo that has a, a poker chip on my shoulder and that's the chip on my shoulder. Like that's what I call it. And to me, it's like, that's a, that's a motivator. That's a thing that drives me and it kind of, insp- you know, and there's nobody that's the chip. It's just the way that I'm wired. But for me, it's like, that's just a rule in my head that we follow. And I think for us, execution so much is about the rules that you, in your head and the games that you're playing. And I don't know. I just think that our core values were what have made us successful and what has made us great. Cause it's not, you know, we're not, we don't have money to hire great people. Half our crew doesn't have a degree. You know what I mean? Like we're not the, we're not even like the most educated squad. We just really believe in a rules and systems of like people first solutions, not problems, honoring the absence. Great stuff. I've stolen from all you guys, you know? And it goes back to what Dwight said just a little bit ago. It goes back to work ethic and it goes back to empathy because mm-hmm. you know, degree or not, it's just a piece of paper right? At the end of the day, yep. but do you have the work ethic? Do you have the empathy? Do you have the drive to execute and to follow through on all these things? Because without that, again, it's just a piece of paper. You spend so much of your end time, you're an inspirer of the inspirers, right? What inspires you? I think, you know, I think I am, I spent the last eight years on the road speaking and running around and, and being the inspirer of the inspirers, I guess. And so I think I'm actually, I mean, being totally transparent, not to use this as therapy, you know, but this is my time, so I'm gonna do what I want. But uh, no, I think, uh, I think honestly, like that's an adventure that I'm starting to, I'm starting to unpack and take for myself right now. It's like, what does inspire me and who inspires me? And what I've realized is it's honestly, it's almost always, it's almost always, I get inspired when I'm on an adventure with friends, when I can dive deep and we can talk about real things and you get to break the the mold of what you're working on and what you're doing. And my most creative moments have come in these vehicles or on these dirt bikes, or, you know, I rode my, I rode my dirt bike from Lincoln to Brooklyn in September, you know, and we, it was, it was, we went took Amish country back roads the whole way. And it was like, I, I had 10 ideas. I thought of the book club and the concept that I wanted to do for it on that trip. And it's like, I think for me, it's like, I, I, I get inspired by adventure and by risk taking and by being around people who are wired the same. And so I try to put myself in that position to dream and to get inspired and to, you know, to find, get my cup filled up, you know, and like, that's what fills me up. And so I have to really fight for that. And that's, that's kind of how I think I get inspired. Love it, dude. Last question I want to ask you, and this is actually coming from Chris Reeder at Los Altos High School out in Southern California. He wants to know if you're still running for president in 2024. 
you know, I, I, I just found all those stickers and I was like, it was so funny when I said it and it is not funny anymore. It was like, it used to be really funny, but I'm not, there's not a chance of running for president 2024. I'm going to be, yeah, nope. I'm definitely not running for president 2024. Maybe like homeowners association, like treasurer or something like that, but I'm not going for president. That's way too much responsibility for me now. No I'm way. just thinking about I'm thinking about Burton running around the White House lawn and all the all the like crazy stuff that he would get into. He'd be he'd be too snobby about the White House. You know, what I mean, he'd have he'd have more followers. He'd be too demanding. He's too much. He's so extra. I remember that one day. I don't know where we were, but I was like I was going for my run. I was like, I'm going to take Burton with me. Right. And so we went off. We took off. He's pulling me, you know, he's monster Siberian Husky. And then he just decided that he was done. And he just stopped and just sat down. And he was, I was like, let's go a little further. Nope. Like we're going back to the, to the truck, man. Like we're out of here. He's crazy, man. Oh yeah. He doesn't, he's not a dog. He's just like a roommate who tells you what he wants, you know, and you kind of got to listen because he's, he's a big boy. And, but yeah, he's uh, I love him slash don't know. I don't know. I love him, but you know how it is. You, you love your kid, but I don't know if you like him. Is that real? I don't have any kids, but I feel like that's what I feel about my dog right now. Like I love him, but I don't think I like him, you know? They have their moments. They have their moments. Yes. Mike, dude, yes. I love you. And I just want to say thanks for being a part of this. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your camping trip, vacation. Be safe. Don't be breaking any bones, anything like that, man. And uh, tell Amber and tell Burton I said hi. I will. PC, I love you. Tara, I know you're in there somewhere. I love you so much. Campbells are my favorites. See you, buddy. Later, everyone. Mike Smith, uh, one of the best human beings on the planet. He's done so much, not just for kids, but for educators as well. And, you know, we talk a lot about the legends never make it. And he's a guy who he dreams big, but as big as he dreams, he executes as well. And so he's got some super, super cool projects that are coming down, you know, coming down the lane here that I'm excited for him to get to share with all of y'all as well. And again, just want to say thank you to Mike for taking time out of his campsite there. Uh, Pretty cool for him to join us there with that. Guys, you've been listening to the Green Room Podcast Series. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the podcast, if you do me a huge favor, if you would rate it, subscribe to it, and then share it with a fellow educator that you think might enjoy it as well. Chase your dreams, kids. (laughs) 